fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. And he goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy, fantasy fix. Let's bring in another person that we saw sashaying his way across Radio Row in Houston, donning a chapeau. Nice fedora like Jake and Elwood Blues. It's our friend Mike Harmon from SwollenDome.com. Michael, let me put it on a tee for you. The pride of Chicago, Mitchell Trubisky. Look pretty good. I know about your toys, uh, ties to the land of Lincoln and Illinois. Even though he doesn't have any receivers, what's the fantasy value for Trubisky moving forward? Well, that becomes the interesting part of this entire process, right? Who's he throwing the ball to? And I'll tell you, that 20-yard dart to Zach Miller, because that's what we're going to call it today, the day after, as people forget about the tip drill. Uh, that 20-yard dart to Zach Miller was the beginning of wonderful things. Accuracy early, a couple of plays called back due to penalty. Also, Jordan Howard owners still you know, shaking their fists and being angry uh, over the holding call that took off that 42-yard touchdown. But get good balance with the running game. I think McBride's a guy that, even though only one catch, you, you saw that they were at least looking for him downfield. So we, we hang a star on him going forward. For Trubisky, for fantasy purposes right now, he'll stay on the waiver wire as one to watch down the road as the next round of injuries occur. Mike, when you look at what Cam Newton has been able to do over some time, especially in key moments of the game, he's going to Greg Olson a lot. But being that he is sidelining, Ed Dixon has come in and had a breakout game. Uh, Do you think he's a guy that can continue that sort of production? Here we go. It's the last week it was uh, Mercedes Lewis. This week it's Ed Dixon. Uh, Just guys that have been around a while waiting to see if you're going to get any level of consistency out of him. And to this point with Ed Dixon, it's, it's not been there, right? And you look back at his career in Baltimore, the, the high target of 89 and, and 54, that goes all the way back to 2011. So we, we keep an eye on the tight end position because we have so many uh, injuries thus far. So perhaps in a streamer or daily fantasy situation, you're taking a look, but I think you probably want to see it happen again, looking at – 11 receptions on 14 targets thus far, uh, averaging 24 yards per game. Not world-beating, but certainly something we put him up uh, in the watch column to see if Cam Newton's rise continues beyond week two. Certainly a much, much different animal this past week in terms of the defense he was facing and expectations. So Newton on the upward swing, perhaps he takes Dixon along for the ride. Fancy Fix with our great friend Michael Harmon, SwollenDome.com. Mike, I know you listen to the program just about every minute you can. Coming up, final hour of the show, 625 Eastern Time. We're breaking down the Texans when John Harris, sideline analyst, Texans Radio Network. Houston's offense, thanks to Deshaun Watson's come alive. They're averaging 29 points a game. How big of a fantasy impact is Will Fuller going to have in the weeks to come? Got to be excited about it for the fact that, you know, as much as we, we've celebrated the offense and, and what Watson's become, you look at the attrition on defense, they're going to have no choice but to keep pushing the ball downfield. And, and that's the one thing you were waiting on for Fuller. We saw it here uh, his second week back with the 48-yarder. Uh, certainly the touchdown receptions will wane, but you're going to get a decent target count each night 
uh, that they're out, and certainly he, he keeps defenses honest that Watson with that big arm is going to take some shots downfield. So target count is going to be fun to watch going forward, and I think this is the guy that must be owned in leagues, if nothing else, stashed as a defensive play uh, against your competitors. After a big game with the Colts, is Marlon Mack a guy to target moving forward? You know, I have a partial tattoo of Marlon Mack on my left calf. Uh, it's absolutely and you have massive. a large calf, Mike. That's yeah, probably well, you know, pretty I, noticeable. I'm to get, get, get that helmet on there all the way right now. He was a guy that, uh, in the preseason, if we do the old man crush thing, that was a guy I was excited to see. Why? As much as we, we love the consistency and the workmanlike status of Frank Gore all these years. He's a guy that you marvel at at the fact that he's been able to stay healthy and keep rolling. Uh, you need more explosiveness, and particularly with Andrew Luck nowhere in sight. you got to find a guy who can break loose and give you some big plays, and that's where Matt comes in. you got 10 touches, 92 yards this past week. That role will be at least equal going forward, if not larger, uh, as Jacoby Brissett keeps this team rolling forward. I, th- I think Marlon Mack a guy that's going to be a second running back on most rosters here going forward. Astute analysis as always. You know I'm going to jump on Mac and spin it forward. What's the better old school song? Return to the Mac or This Is How We Do It? Montel Jordan. Well, This Is How We Do It is something that gets everybody to try to get a little bit of hip swivel going, no matter who they are, uh, from age 5 to 95. So uh, we'll go with that one. Well, Back to you, like- Bordell. Excuse my turn. Is it my turn? Is it me? You didn't, you didn't expect that right answer. No. I didn't expect that one. I did not. I didn't. <laughs> I returned to Mac. A little hip movement. I got that. <laughs> uh, it looked like Derrick Henry may have had the opportunity uh, to take the job with the Titans as the starting running back, but has DeMarco Murray held him off and even grabbed more control of that role? Well, that's going to be interesting to watch going forward as we wait week to week as to how quickly Marcus Mariota gets back in the mix because, well, you're going to look at a lot of two-step, and when you go to the second quarterback, I think that's where the veteran running back gets his nod and, and, and keeps rolling. So, you know, with DeMarco Murray, he limits his, his touches, bits and pieces, and what we're seeing right now is an odds and even type thing in terms of his carry count, uh, and certainly we put a star on the Houston game where they got absolutely obliterated where he only had nine touches along the way. Uh, but certainly not the number one running back everybody anticipated. The yards per carry average has has been uh, vacillating. So we'll, we'll look at him as a high-end two, uh, but still very curious to see how Henry's worked in as the season goes on because Murray's not going to be able to run the ball 15 to 20 times a game. Talking fantasy football with one of the best in the business, Michael Harmon, SwollenDome.com. Mike Cordell's a fantasy analyst, and he doesn't even know it. I mentioned we had a conversation with Aaron Jones, one of 82 people we spoke to that week on Radio Row in Houston. Cordell Googled him as we were chatting, pulled up some tape of what he did at UTEP, and he liked his running style. So Cordell knew even before he was in the NFL, Jones was going to be impactful. Are you going to keep him, or do you stash him over on the waiver wire when Ty Montgomery comes back? No, he's going to have a role even when Montgomery comes back. So too much uh, explosiveness and the ability between the tackles uh, through his two games that he's played. Uh, amazingly, coming into the waiver wires that will clear later on tonight into Wednesday, he's still available in almost 40% of leagues, which is absolutely amazing given the expectations and the, the high number uh, that we all – all the prognosticators put on that Dallas Green Bay game that 
you'd see enough touches and opportunities for him. So I was surprised he didn't get a much bigger play on the wire. Uh, I suspect that ends when, when waivers clear tonight, regardless of whether Ty Montgomery comes back, because you're not going to rush him back with multiple broken ribs. You'll, you'll see more of Jones at least for the next couple of weeks, uh, and certainly where the state of running backs are. We're talking about Murray. We're talking about other players uh, scuffling and not having that consistency of workload, at least in Green Bay. You know they're putting up points. When you think about the Giants, I mean, this past weekend it was like those the receivers on the outside were dropping like flies. And Odell Beckham, of course, with his injury, he's out uh, pretty much for the year. Is there a receiver on the Giants roster now that is even worth owning? Well, I'm putting the preemptive strike in for either uh... – T.O. or Orochu Senko, just so I can have some entertainment. Uh, it's Evan Ingram and nobody else. Because, right, Eli Manning's got a neck thing. We may be seeing Geno Smith here before it's all said and done. Uh, this is one that, uh, at this point, we're taking a couple of weeks to see if somebody emerges as at least a guy garnering targets. Because we can't predict the outcome, but as long as you're getting a sizable workload on a week-to-week basis, we go with the old blind squirrel finds a nut uh, theory of things. So, uh, for now, it's, it's Evan Ingram with his target count. and Even this past week, 0 for 4, but prior to that, 4 or more catches four straight games uh we'll put him on the board and uh everything else uh, just grab your popcorn and watch something else michael great information as always i'm trying to get that image of you swiveling your hips out of my mind but i'll play <laughs> along i mean it, it really does it's like a clock right it's and now i've, I've hypnotized you and I, i'm ready to take over the world johnny wishbone i've been hypnotized what's the better <laughs> song heading into the weekend johnny kemp friday night just got paid or everybody's working for the weekend lover boy uh, lover boy. No, the answer is. Sure, just got Johnny paid Johnny Friday night? That's well, when you I get paid that. on Friday night. I mean, right? it's, it's either that or it's five o'clock somewhere if you want to throw in the great drinking songs of Jimmy Buffett along the way. <laughs> That's why you're the best. Thank you, Michael. Peace and love. See you guys next week. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.